this baby. Time out. What are you doing? Time out, baby. Hey, time out. <laughs> you hear her laughing at me? She's yeah, she's totally like, hey, like time out, dad. Time out, baby. Say hi, GC Day. No, don't eat me. Now, stop it. Well, come here. Come say hi. You don't shut up all day long. You're a moment of glory, and I've got nothing. So, you mean to tell me that it was a mushroom-eating contest that invented Christmas? An awesome collective of dudes were deposited in Big Sky Country via the Uncle Sam Express, destined for adventures unknown. Faced with living in a maximum security social nightmare, and trapped in a land time forgotten, these dudes bonded quick, fast, and in a hurry, eventually blasting out onto the garbage can world at large. Today, perpetually searching for their next great adventure, these dudes thrive as ambassadors of awesomeness. You're a fan of laughter and other shenanigans, and you can locate this podcast. Then perhaps you can join us to get a little GCD. Hey, Howdy folks, Double J back here, coming at you live slash recorded from fucking who knows where, with another uh, edition of Operation GCD. I will be your pilot and navigator for this shenanigan-infused journey into the mind of this particular garbage can dude. Uh, got a real dandy on deck for you folks today. Awesome Austin joins us again. You folks of the interwebs may recall him from uh, previous editions of Operation GCD. Uh, He's back, and he's more awesome than ever, folks. And I got a real dandy on deck for y'all that I twist here with uh, Awesome Austin. As I pose the question to uh, Awesome Austin, Dude, where's your stuff? So as I pose the question asking Awesome Austin where his stuff is, uh, we discuss that stuff, and uh, the reason I pose this question to Awesome Austin is due to the fact he enjoys discussing with me uh, notions of aliens and other worlds and space and whatnot, and uh, I like to discuss with Awesome Austin in response to that the notions of where is all of this stuff we supposedly see. Because, you know, legend has it, as the science folks will tell you, the uh, the stuff that you see around you, you know, the physical objects that you can touch, you can feel. Hell, if you want to lick that table, you lick the table. But, you know, you know what I'm saying, folks. The, uh, the physical objects in your environment are, uh, according to the science folks, made of nothing. Nothing but uh, empty space. 
So much empty space that I can't even quantify it to you folks. We're not talking about minute quantities. We're talking like 99.9999% of the shit you see around you, the stuff. We, uh, it's basically, it's empty. That's, again, legend of the science, folk. So these are the things that I like to respond to Austin with when he starts talking UFOs and aliens and whatnot. Not that I uh, don't give any attention to those subjects. However, I feel like the argument is lost unless we can first establish what we're talking about. What is this stuff? And again, legend has it. Science, folks, legend. Uh, it's empty. It's uh, nothing there. So if there's nothing there, what are you touching and feeling? Well, they're saying that that's kind of the rules of the universe. You, you touch or feel that, and it feels like, uh, you know... Some sort of uh, substance, some sort of, uh, has a uh, tangible feel to it. Uh, textures, you know, whatnot. Size, shape, appearance. But uh, again, science says uh, that ain't there. Of course, uh, those, same, uh, those same science folks can't uh, quite determine uh, what it is uh, is going on. Or uh, how it is that... Uh, this uh, 4D universe is uh, pictured out of your eyeball holes because uh, once you open those holes of your eyeballs and uh, take a gander at the uh, environment and universe around you, well, you uh, have a cogent 4D picture. However, science likes to say, uh, I don't know, that's kind of their solution. That's kind of, you say, hey, science folk, uh, how do we see this picture when we look out and see stuff with our eyeballs? And they're like, mm, I don't know. Uh, anyhow, so uh, we get into that today here, folks. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, Austin and I, we get uh, we get a little GCD with our conversations as per usual. Also feel like no conversation with my uh, with my dude Austin here would uh, would be complete without uh, some uh, some poop talk and some uh, some poop jokes. Yep. Uh, you may uh, judge us, if you will, there, folks of the interwebs, but uh, I find uh, poop humor hysterical. Anyhow, folks of the interwebs, thanks again for joining us today to get a little GCD. Catch you on the flip with Awesome Austin. Bam! All cheesier than provolone. I spent ages eight to ten living in a motorhome with an ego the size of Tim Duncan. Even though I got shit for brains like a blumpkin, I'm 24 serving lobster rolls because I spent a decade filling optimos. And I'm not even the bomb in Maine. On my game, I'm only about as sexy as John McCain. Now put your hands up if you have nightmares. If you wouldn't man up if there was a fight here. If you got dandruff, if you drink light beer, I'm out of breath. But I'm awesome. No, you're not, dude. Don't lie. I'm awesome. I'm driving around in my mom's ride. I'm awesome. A quarter of my life gone by, and I met all my friends online. Motherfucker, I'm awesome. I will run away from a frog. Hello? For God's sakes, Bob. I'm full. I'm full. Bob. Oh, my God. I'm eating pizza. You're what? What are you doing? Eating pizza. Cheese pizza? Is this code language for something? Is this code language for something? Pizza. Pizza, (laughs) pizza. It's code language for pizza, pizza. It's a white pizza with sausage. Oh, dude, you can't be making racist comments like that on my podcast, bro. Bro. 
Nothing sexier than a plain white pizza with sausage. Understand? Again, are you sure this is not a euphemism for something? Get some onions. Saute them, put the mind with it. Mm. Mm. Uh, I'd, get there. Uh, I'd like to point out that you once recommended a white pizza to me mm-hmm. that included clams, and it was ew. That wouldn't have done that. That's gross. <laughs> you There's no way I would have done this. that. A negative, dude. I, I assure you, uh, my good man. It was during the East Coast invasion, 2007, and myself. Mm. And mm-hmm. uh, Sammy D and Hoss. Maybe there were pieces of garlic to size. No, 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 definitely clam. We got a cheeseburger pizza. Oh, I remember that place. That place was terrible. <laughs> That's what I... That was like that was the thickest pizza I ever had. I thought to myself, did we order bread? Oh, or did we dude, get a pizza. It was terrible. Oh, it was like a it was like a French loaf of bread. Yeah, it was a it was huge like French a bit loaf of, of sauce and bread. It's true, dude. But it's funny how. Italian neighborhood, such as that, really didn't have. There were a couple good pizzas, but you would think there'd be good pizza everywhere. Well, here's the thing, though: is isn't pizza not Italian? Oh, there we go. Here it goes. Of course, pizza is Italian. If I say pizza, dude, you pizza, think dude, Italian. bro, bro, pizza is Italian, just like General Tso's is Chinese. Cho's, by the way, and definitely Chinese. Did you just call? Cho, did you just call it General Toe? General Toe, but like two of them, and they call them Cho's. You know, like one, two, three. What, so what do you think the pronunciation of that is? I have no idea. I just call I it General it's So. It's a silent T. It's Gen- T-So, bro. Dude, it's oh, a silent T in my T-so. world, though. It's Why just General that? So. I don't think so. You think the T is silent? Is it like apostrophe T-S-O? Like tis? That, I, that I'm unaware of. It could be in some places. Like potato, hmm. potato, or potato, furtado. But nobody says potato. That's true. You ever met a human being that says potato? No, I've never met a potato in my life. And people in Montana like to say stupid shit weird sometimes. Like big? You know? Yeah, like milk. Was it milk? Milk. What's milk? Milk. It's milk. <laughs> Dude, is your, uh, is your boy... Big. Is yeah, your, it was big. Is your boy a bag? Does bake. he a beggar? Does he say big? Big. Oh, like that one time in band camp when I begged her in the eye. Dude, yeah, there is definitely, I mean, if you look at that, there's a lot of those kind of pronunciations. Yeah, but that's the fun part about, like, culturality and people. Dude, don't you be dropping no alities <laughs> on me this evening. It's way too late for that. Well, because I've got personality. <laughs> personality. <laughs> you want to see hi, JJ? You want to say hi, GCD world? She, you're too sweet to be influenced by these GCDs. <laughs> She's you're too awesome. chunky, too. Adeline, okay. run, run, run. run. She, she wants to stand up on her own now. Stop it, dude. What is yeah. she, like five months old? She's six months old. She does well holding her own weight. The balance <laughs> isn't there, obviously. Well, she neither pulls herself is up really good. Right? What well, do you got uh, for me? Do you have a bud. tail? Hey, bud, I appreciate you joining me here this evening to get a oh, little GCD, bud. I love you, GCD. It's a good time. It's a good, it's so good to be good here. times, great country. Well, then may I ask you a question? Should I have rum or should I have makers? 
No, I only Ooh. have one because I have kids now, but I like the taste, you know? Ooh, makers. It's good rum, too. It ain't, it ain't, it's like top-of-the-line rum, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're a big rummer. I'm not. I was <sighs> always a big fan of the Zaburbans. This guy always gives me rum in the winter. I like it in the summer, but what are you going to do? I feel like that is more of a summer drink now. That yeah, totally, dude. Definitely. What's your tell? You got a tell? You got a story? Uh, I got lots of things You're going on here. I got stuff? a couple tales, couple stories. I feel like we're going to talk about, dude, where's your stuff? I can never find anything. That's the tale I'm going to twist you today, my friend, and for the folks of the interwebs. Hello, interwebs. And uh, when I say, dude, where's your stuff? I mean, like, dude, where's your stuff? Like I mean, my junk? No, like when you get down to the science aspects of things, there's right. uh Apparently, according to the modern day science folks, mm -hmm. you know, science folks. I heard of those guys. Yeah, they that, read. They read and draw pictures. Yeah, a fair lot, amount of they? reading. Fair amount of reading going on fair there. Fair amount. Fair amount right. involved. Sure. They uh, they like to say that there's uh, no basically no matter. Like no the, matter. No no matter no matter. Like, no matter what. <laughs> no matter no matter. Correct myself. Uh, so yeah, basically the uh, what you see around you is uh, comprised of almost nothing. Well, wouldn't it still be at least some sort of signal, electro signal? Uh, possibly. It depends on what your <laughs> speaking of electro signals. What are we microwaving over there, bro? Give me in on some of that. I'm doing the rum, bro. All right, you want another rum? Yeah. What do you what do you what are you microwaving rum like, for, though? I like. Uh, I almost said it wrong. I like Dominican, you know what I'm saying? Dominican. I like me some Bruga. Is this racist to be talking like this? Dominican. Yeah, on the Ejo Superior. I'm reading it because there's paper on it. I was about it. to say, there's no way you know the meaning of that, bro. I, no, hold on. On the Ejo Superior. <laughs> like how I roll my R's for you? That's pretty solid, dude. It's pretty solid. Right? Right. right. So we don't have matter. So this on that I just poured into this here cup, it doesn't exist. Well, that's the thing. It does and it doesn't. But I'll tell you one thing that I wish didn't exist, and that's recently in my life, and that's uh, this. Uh, I wish this one fella didn't didn't quote unquote matter. Well, you, let me run this scenario by you, and let me and you can tell me if this is if this is quote unquote you know appropriate. Do it. Yeah. I may have questions. Because, you know, I go about my business the way I go about my business. I'm not trying to involve myself in other folks' lives, just as I expect them not to involve themselves. Yeah, in but that's not this. Okay. Right. Okay. So here, there I am shooting hoops on the basketball court. So shooting some b-ball. Shooting some b-ball outside of the school. Yeah, dude. Right. And there was a couple of dudes that were up to no good. Huh. And uh, there's two old dudes on the basketball. Well, I'm, I'm disregard. There's a. A, a our age dude on the far end and uh, an older fella on the near end. The older fella says, Our come, age. Come on our in. Our age. What are we? What are we? Generation. You know, uh, 30s. We're yeah. X, right? We're X? Uh, I don't like to go by those those standards. I mean, you know, this mid 30s, you know, mid 30s, late 30s fella. And then like a 60 year old fella. 60 year old guy says, Hey, dude, come on down. You can shoot on this end of the basketball court as I was putting my stuff down. I said, Right on, old dude. I like your style. Old dude, you called him old? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I call him old fella. Yeah, sure. He had oh, gray, he had gray hair. People old fella. He had gray hair, dude. Get out of town. Uh, you you have gray hair. Stuff, you're getting bro. old you fella by me. Stuff. You got if he's gonna young fella me, I'm gonna old fella him all day. That's fine. You know what I mean? I got you. And uh, so you know, I, I start shooting, and then the, the fella on the other end, the uh, the thirty or something fella, yeah. he. Uh, he decided he was going to start coming down on our end and shooting, just doing full court layups and whatnot. Oh, yeah. So I'm shooting on one of the side hoops. It's got side hoops on the court, if you know what I mean. Right, you got right, the right. main court, and then you got the two perpendiculars. I know those. All right. Well, it's I'm on the perpendicular, one of the per- perpendicular hoops on the side shooting foul shots, you know, getting my foul shot work in. And this dude not only is on my end throwing up layups on the main hoop, he comes over to my hoop. And throws up another layup just as I'm shooting a foul shot. And then he continues running back down to his end of the court. And then I had to stop. I looked at the old man, and he and I both had a look like, is this guy fucking serious? <laughs> right. So now hip-hop is going the other way. Oh, know. dude, hip-hop, you would have figured hip-hop. hip-hop anonymous? Yeah, dude, you would have figured old hip-hop, you know, this was his first day on the court, maybe. Nope. The guy had clearly had enough basketball acumen that he had frequented a basketball court at some point in time in his life. This was not his first day. Was he at least practicing his lefty layup? Negative. No. Oh, you got to practice the lefty layup. It's vital to you. He came in from the left side, right-handed layup all Right under it. What a Mary. That's what I'm saying, Can't say Mary anymore. Can't say hip-hop and you can't say Mary anymore. All right. Well, I mean, you can and you can't. You can and you can't. Technically speaking, according to the uh, U.S. Constitution, my friend, I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. <laughs> All right, so now he's still. You know what I mean, Johnny? Uh, he's still doing these things for you, All right? He's still. Uh, what has she got this holding up, Ron? So what do you? I mean, I did honestly. I thought I thought the old boy was beefing with me. You know what I mean? I thought it was, sure seems that way, right? I would think he he wanted to be started something. I stood there, man. He he never he never uh, never came back for that beef, but he certainly was beefing for a moment. I didn't know what was going on. I literally i've ne- I've spent two decades on a basketball court, and I've but, never you know, seen that in my life. You ever see the guy that comes up to like the sidewalk and he's looking at the sidewalk and he's got a couple cracks and he stops, stay tracking. He's, he's right. like, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know which one I should go to. Do I go to the third crack, second crack, or third crack? Right. And then eventually he chooses, but he had to do it no matter what was going on. He, he had to choose his order. You know, sometimes I think these characters, they, they are looking around like, oh, my God, oh, my God. If this guy shoots one more fucking foul shot, if he tries to shoot lefty one more <laughs> fucking time, I'm doing a layup. All right. And you, you old man, you can't shoot threes no more, bro. You can't shoot threes. Do layup. Done. Done it down. Right. So he's, down. Like, he's like, here's what a layup looks like. Bro, all right, and then he goes and does a layup in front of the old man, and you, lefty free throw shooter, all right, just just shoot shoot layups, bro. He's not making them lefty, all right. What about that? What if that happened? I mean, that might have been his perspective on the situation, but all I'm saying is, don't be coming up in my half of the basketball court shooting foul shot while we're coming up with some dookie ass layups while I'm shooting foul shots on the hoop. If I have you correct, technically, there's three other baskets available. Uh, bro, there was four other baskets available. Four. Old man was hunkering down on one. One. There was one more on our end and three oh, on his, bro. He was had no shortage of hoops. 
No, he could have been doing, and he wasn't even practicing lefty. What a dummy. And now I've seen this fellow in the court since and before that occurrence. He's never been as flagrant, but I got my eye on him, dude. I clocked him. I clocked him. I would like, you know, get a, a water bottle. Hey, right? And as he's coming and, and he goes up for the layup, just fucking winging at his fucking ball. Wham. Not at him, so that you hit his ball and you block his shot with your water bottle. Wham. Can you do that? You could do that. I mean, I guess. But then it would be exploding at water all over the court and nobody I suppose. I mean, I suppose anything's possible, Austin. I mean, it's possible. Sure, sure, sure. I would do that. Do it. But now, if he didn't really do a layup and he didn't matter, almost like you didn't matter, what if he didn't see you there? Well, that's preposterous. What if his input input did not adhere to your setting? Right? Like, what if you don't watch Westworld? But what if, right? No, I've seen Westworld. That's the one where uh, Charlie Sheen's dad's the president. Settle down. We're plugged in and we are electrobing through this place. What What if your code's not in his input and he doesn't see you? He just passes by. Yeah, but we have no evidence to support any of that's possible. But you only see what you see. I can't see what you see. You can't see what I see. Only you can see what you see. True. Nobody else can see what you can see, even though we call it black and even though we call it blue. Do you see what I see? Yeah, I mean, we have an agreement of what those colors are because folks who don't folks who don't see color don't have any idea what that means. But I'm not saying it's color. It could be whatever the fuck you want to call it. It could look at like whatever you want to call well, it. What's the same difference? Whatever whatever causes the the colors, <laughs> folks who are colorblind don't have that. I don't believe in colorblindness. I just they're ignorant. They're like fuck it. I don't care, dude. It's pink, bro. It's red. I don't care. <laughs> He's saying red. Everyone who claims to be colorblind is just crusty old bastard. They might some of them are faking it. Some of them are definitely faking it. Some of them are just like, listen, you know, I gotta go back to clarinet class. I know you guys got me in here. Dude, this is what we gotta do. I don't I can't see it. That's I can't preposterous. See it. You can't see it? No, I can't see it, bro. And he goes back and got the chicken clarinet class. Oh dude. You know, All right, before we true. get in before we get into this tale, I'm gonna twist you here there, guy. Let okay. me uh, let me first hit you with the question round. Okay. Apple cider vinegar. Raw apple cider vinegar, bro. A.K.A. Satan's butthole juice. Dude, why did you ever recommend this stuff to me? It's awful, bro. It's so good for you, though. No, dude, it's so awful. You got to bear with it. I'm telling you, feel. Dude, I hunker down. I hunker down real hard, like, because it makes my whole body shiver when I drink it. You must eat it on a full stomach. All day. You t- I, I made the mistake one time of doing an oh, empty stomach. Do it, is oh. it made me like immediately go sit on the couch for like 30 minutes, like holding my belly, like, why did I do this to myself? Oh, yeah. You know, it's also like when you take a vitamin on an empty stomach. Oh, it's the same thing. It's oh. On, oh, this is thing worse, about it makes, this burns. Me, makes burns, me ill. You know, like it burns. You know, no, it oh, does something. Dude, that is oh. Satan's butthole juice. And it'll oh, Satan's keep, butthole keep juice. I would, I would call it like, you know, God's kryptonite. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you try to take my life, but I'm going to drink vinegar, bro. I would hope that would taste better because this stuff tastes awful. Yeah, well, you know, it's sacrifice, man. You got to suck it up, dude. I'm telling you. I have it in my bag, bro. Raw apple cider vinegar with the mother made by... Oh, Brad. dude, I do that mother all day long bake. every day, but what is it supposed to do for me? Well, you should read the labels. 
Yeah, dude. When they start invoking hip- Hippocrates or Hippocrates, what, what what is the hippo? What is the Hippocrite? Dude, Hippocrates says it was medicine, basically. Mm. But what is medicine? Uh, I don't know. You tell me, Johnny. Well, I think a lot of medicine is really just masking the pain so that you can get through because the body's going to heal itself, right? That's not always true. There's different kinds of medicine. You get a cut on your hand, you don't do nothing to it. Does that cut heal? Eventually, but there is medicine to make it heal quicker. Oh, you should probably wash it, but we all know that. But my point being, like, say you get a scrape, right? And it bleeds. And you, right. you dab it, you put a band-aid on it, you're really putting a band-aid on it, you put an ointment on you it, look at it. that moisture, right? But essentially, the, it's going to heal itself anyway. You know what I mean? You like hope maybe it what does. you put sure. in comes sure. out. All right. What's that noise? Is it a baby? Is the heat? Is that just because I don't have the TV on? It's scary. Is it, a b- is it a baby? So the vinegar goes in your body, right? Because what makes you comes out, right? And the vinegar comes out and puts you into your spots, like, but on your insides, like your digestives. Well, it loops like, you up internally, huh? So, like, you and I, we have this thing called colons. Listen up. Listen up. Interwebs. These colons are full of shit. That's and most sure. of that shit is dead. Not unlike my friend Austin here. Right, colons right. are full of shit. Full of shit. And if your colon is full of shit, and you're just constantly having to hold in your shit, this vinegar will help you get that shit out, bro. <laughs> okay? Oh, right. dude. I'm glad immediately we've already started talking about poop today because I and feel like it never takes too long before we get there. And that leads me to my next question for well, you. Wait, can I add one more thing? To oh, the sure. Robert side of vinegar? Sure. And the poop, maybe you're leading me there. But like now, I do the coconut oil with the vinegar at night. Oh, fan- I love it. I love coconut oil. Wake up in the morning, and it's like nothing ever happened, right? You just kind of let it out. You do one wipe, clean it up with a baby <laughs> wipe, and you're in the shower, and you're out, bro. I mean, it's amazing, dude. Speaking of a man who's had like rough poops in the past, that's, that's half, it's, it's a game changer all day. All day. I spend most of the time on the toilet these days just Butter me. and uh, coconut oil combo, mm. dude. Dude, mm. you will poop. You'll, you'll want to poop more. This is amazing. I will say the best poop I ever had was after a tub of Ben and Jerry's cookie dough. Just saying. Oh, dude, don't get oh. me started. I'll, I could tear into a little. Blah, 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 blah. It right made now. noises before it came out. It was farting inside my belly. It was so bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew, I knew this at one point in, com- in time in this conversation would revert to poop talk. Okay. It's just what we do. It's what us garbage can dudes do. Well, poop's always funny in my eyes. I guess it's my immaturity. Oh, I think it's hilarious. And I think it's hilarious that people don't like to talk about poop, so I like to talk about poop even more. So I came up with an idea of a new app, Austin. Let me know what you think about this. You're a New York City fellow, is that correct? Sometimes. You uh, you understand that the population during the day in New York City uh, is a boom you know, what do you got? Maybe a mil people in there during over twenty four seven. And then you got what working? about five mil to pop in there for work? I think five mil working and like isn't it like eight living? Ooh. I was way off. Good lord. You got a I lot think of people. It's something like that, the, dude. Well basically what we're getting Maybe at not here five is you got a lot working, of folks. But it feels like it. And then there's tourists. Yeah. So you got a lot you got millions of folks mashed together in a small island of Manhattan. Yep. On a daily basis, this is going on twenty four seven, right? And and you know, statistically speaking, you know, we're going to okay. talk about people who enjoy getting pooped on. Statistically speaking, Ew. there's probably about ten percent of the population that are into folks getting pooped or pissed on, right? 
you know, I completely made up that number, but let's just ball. One of them believed he could fly. Let's ballpark it, right? And now with all these folks in Manhattan, they don't have places to take a leak or go take a duke, right? You know, it's bar- it's it's the yeah. you go into like a, a Starbucks in Manhattan unless you're buying like three things off the menu, they're not letting you in their in their toilets. So I thought maybe oh, you know like true. a I never have a problem going in anyway. Well, get out of town, dude. Unless you're buying something in places, they have it under lock and key. Um, some places have you don't see it as much as you used to. I know what you're saying. I do, but it's I'm telling you. You're, yeah, they need back on that a bit. They need to. They need dude, to. It's nothing but tourists now. So yeah, I've run into so many times they don't have toilets in Manhattan, dude. I think you're I think you're bullshitting me, bro. I might be bullshitting. I'm not gonna say I'm not. I think you're bullshitting. I just bro. don't think I see I see the signs here and there. But I don't really see the signs. Dude, I'm just thinking, let's just say you got 10 million people. You have roughly 700,000 people who like getting shit or pissed on in okay. Manhattan on a, on a normal day. You know they're jonesing for a good fucking defecation or urination all up in their business. So why not get them a tender-style app? You know, folks, these, these tourists, mm. as you say, they come into the city. They need some place to take a duke. They get on their app. They say, oh, this... This gentleman down the street or this broad over here likes wants the a hot uh, steamer right under business. Right. Let's, uh, let's connect these people. You know what yes. I mean? It's all about connections, Austin. Uh, instead of plenty of fish, plenty of shit. Plenty of shit. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So you think this is a profitable idea? You like the, you like my uh, the, my my app idea? Huh? Adeline doesn't like it though. She thinks it's silly. <laughs> that's, she said, it, that's, that's because stupid. this isn't an issue for her, bro. She's got a place to take a duke. She it's a diaper. I'm pooping. She this just takes a duke and a diaper. You clean it up, dude. It's not oh. an issue for her. If it were an issue for her, she may be into the idea. Side topic. Same topic, getting shit everywhere. Why is it that they only want to reach down when they have shit everywhere? Oh, it's they like a science experiment, bro. It seems like a science shit. experiment. Like, oh, Why is it out. that they got to reach down? Like, oh, my God, it's like warm. Because oh, you got to know what that what that feeling was that you just experienced. Like, what just erupted from my body and why is it doing that? Right. And how come it's on my knee? <laughs> what is it doing there? So we uh, we recently spoke about uh, the film Little Giants starring uh, Rick Moranis. Oh, I couldn't stand Rick Moranis. All right. Well, I'm glad you said, said that. Let's play a little game I like to call Rick Moranis, Where Are You Now? Oh, where is he? He's probably rich and living in Malibu. Great question. I don't know. But before you start guessing here any further, let me read you a list of available choices, my friend. Okay. Oh, I hate multiple choice. I was always better at long answer. Well, I only got three options for you. Option numero uno, okay. retired back to Canada, but instead of shrinking kids, he is now diddling them. Yeah, okay. Option number two, still retired back to Canada, but now he's opened up his own brewery, their first run of brew called A Strange Brew, which was essentially just moose piss and beaver tail lager. A uh, strange brew indeed. What kind of lager was it? Uh, moose piss and beaver tail. Oh, but beaver tail, bro. It's a on, dude. It's a it's a strange brew indeed, night. my friend. It's a strange brew. Mm. And uh, option, the, but, option oh, number three. Option. Not retired. <laughs> not in Canada. Lives mm. on the shores of Brazil, but can often be found in Argentina, where he has embraced his Nordic roots. And is traveling with his Scandinavian death metal band, appropriately named for two of the Moranis classics, 
Dark Helmet and the Little Giants. <laughs> um, is it Nordic Northern? <laughs> you said Argentina. No, he's but he lives in Argentina. He's just embraced his Nordic roots, and he's and now he's in a Navy death metal Argentina. band. Okay, I'm canceling that one. That was a good. I enjoyed that one though. Um, the other one was fiddling with with the little boys. <laughs> right. Is that what it was? That was option uh, option number one. Retire back to Canada, but instead of shrinking kids, he's now diddling them. Oh God, and you know he's little. So I shouldn't it's in real about well in, that, people, in, that, in that environment. But, but I often find that people that are a little fucked up, right? They're fucked up because nobody wants to talk to them. So they go crazy. Right? That's not I just I just show. I only threw that in there because there's a lot of, and he's from Hollywood and there's a lot of that goes on there. Right, and I've I've spoken to you before. So well, you're speaking to me right now, friend. Where you go. So I'm going with. I love the second option, though. I would like to try that beer. Uh, option Somebody's two, still retired to Canada, where he's opened up his own brewery. Therefore, yeah, but I want to try the beer. You gotta get somebody to make that for us. <laughs> Moose it's definitely pe- number one. Yeah, Moose Piss like and filler. Beaver Tail. <laughs> he looks like a filler. Did you see how hot his wife was in Honey I Shrunk the Kids, dude? Uh, I don't remember much about that film. Much like there you, there's no way she had like a foot and a half on him. Much like you, I'm not a big Moranis fan. However, I did love Dark Helmet and uh, Spaceballs. That was a good time. Here's the problem: once an evil ghoul in Ghostbusters, forever an evil ghoul in Ghostbusters, bro. Oh, okay. dude, he wasn't Ghost. He was a salt. He was the lawyer. He was bro. that dude. I like. I am the gatekeeper. You were the key master, right. or whatever. He was a dog. He turned into a dog. They saved him. Yes. He was their lawyer. It was a good time. The dog, the dog ate him. Well, so it didn't. It embodied, it embodied him. It was a demon. It was a demon. Yes. Demons. You got to watch out for those demons. You definitely. Much like Al-Qaeda, you got to watch out for them demons. Oh, Al-Qaeda and ISIS, dude. Dude. Oh, but that doesn't matter if we don't matter. Uh well, first of all, neither one of those organizations matter. But back to matter, I'd like to get to that tale. But let me first ask you one last question. Okay, but wait, my answer was number one, by the way. Oh, nice, nice. Was that right? Uh, I have no idea what he's up to. <laughs> That's great. Uh, last question here, though. What lunatic invented Christmas lights? Oh, Christmas lights, Chinese man. Dude, what I mean, like, at what point in time were, were folks like, hey, we got this new thing called electricity, and uh, we're going to need you to plug this, pull this tree in your house, decorate with these dumbass lights we just invented, and uh, go ahead and uh, we'll charge you for that. No big deal. I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> What's new? Oh, uh, I changed my diaper. I put the phone to my ear, and then you stopped talking, and I realized I missed it. Oh, you're doing diaper biz? I'm done now. You're actually physically handling handling poop. Yes, yes. There was no poop done. Just people do. Uh, I was getting that. What lunatic invented Christmas lights, dude? Right. Basically, you had to convince folks that hey, we got this new thing called electricity, and uh, we got these lights. Hey, it's Christmas time. It's gonna be a new thing. We're gonna go. Well, it probably started because of the candle. True, there was ca- folks were doing candle biz on there too. And now listen, if I look, but that's not the quite the same. That candle was that was more em- emblematic, I believe, of further tradition. Like for example, the Germanic tribes 
if you will, in their Christmas traditions. They had the Yuletide. like Deutschland? Yulongs. Deutschlands, yes, Deutschlands. See, see. You know what I mean? Like, so there was always, there was burning stuff. It's always been a thing for Christmas, whether you're talking the candles or the fires, the the logs, the Yule logs, if you will. Okay. Um, but dude, Christmas lights, that's a different beast altogether. And you're going to string these bastards up and then we're going to need you to decorate your house. And by Wait, the way, we're charging slant. you for all of this. So who would, so I have to, this person that invented probably was bored, right? Because there was no like iPhones. So no, I literally, it was, it was a rhetorical question. I kind of just gave you the answer. It was actually Thomas Edison. He would bend the light bulb. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to need y'all to put this on your house, in your house, around your house. I'm going to sell a whole bunch of light bulbs. I'm going to get really, really. But it's better. It's the better alternative. It's the better alternative to fire. Well, true. Fact. Right. Fact. However, why do we do this, Austin? Why do we need electricity or why do why we, do we pull trees into our home and decorate them with these bullshit lights that Thomas Edison clearly made a profit? His electric power company is worth $50 billion today. I, for one, like, like goddamn Christmas lights. They smell nice. They do. They smell fantastic. Um, they look nice. I like to, for the oxygen levels in the house. They immediately you enjoy relax. the Christmas tree, then, is what mm-hmm. you're saying. Mm-hmm. I, but I'm not religious. Man. No, I didn't. But here's where I'm lost is I didn't ask you your opinion of do you or do you not enjoy Christmas trees. But thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah, I like sharing. Sure. <laughs> do you also like turtles? Well, only if they're stewed in a delicious sauce. Because then right. I want I it. do do enjoy good turtles. But do too. you serve the turtle in the turtle back shell? All day, dude. It's like All lobster. Day, like dude. lobster. All day, bro. Like lobster. Mm. You know why we get to eat turtles? Because they're delicious. And we're aliens. True. So we can do whatever we want. Uh you have no idea basically why we pull in Christmas trees from outside no. shit, do you? No, it's Germanic, I believe. Well, it is actually fairly northern Germanic, uh, you know, uh Norwegians, the Nordic if you will. Yeah. Back to the uh, Rick Moranis roots in Nordic country. Uh, actually, that region and Siberia is where the roots come from. And it's, uh, the, the tale is quite GCD, my friend. Oh, no. Quite GCD indeed. In fact, it's very circulated amongst uh, hallucinogenic mushrooms. W- where do mushrooms grow, do you ask? Oh, underneath pine trees in this region. And where do the uh, the folks of these tribes of yesteryear, where do they uh, put these mushrooms once they pick them from the ground? They hang them from their tree, Austin, looking like a goddamn ornament. Oh. Consequently, reindeer also live in this region, and these mushrooms are hallucinogenic. And when you see a goddamn reindeer running You think out, it could fly. Dude, run, dude, those motherfuckers run about 45 miles an hour, dude. They're going to look like they're flying when they're creeping yep, that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Tripping on some mushrooms. Oh, I yeah. kind of want to go there and see it just because I want to see these flying reindeer. Oh, flying reindeer must be so much fun to watch. We call they them caribou here in America. We call them deer. No, well, they're cousins of deer. No, cousins, they're deer. Same family. The deer. the deer with antlers. 
But what I'm telling you are the quote unquote reindeer is the same thing as a caribou. It's like hurricanes and typhoons. It's just which part of the globe you're in and which they're calling it. This baby, time out. What are you doing? Time out, baby. Hey, time out. (laughs) You here laughing at me? Yeah, she's like, hey, time out, dad. Time out, baby. Say hi, GCD. Don't eat me. Now, stop it. Well, come here. Come say hi. You don't shut up all day long. You're a moment of glory, and I got nothing. So you mean to tell me that it was a mushroom-eating contest that invented Christmas? That ain't Jesus, but that's a tale for another. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. That's where Jesus comes from. They Every time they would see him, Zeus, they would say, hey, Zeus. Let me ask you this one question. Have you ever seen what the Pope wears? A robe. Yeah, and looks suspiciously like a mushroom. Red top, oh, white robe. Hat. Oh, no, his robe. That's not from Mario Kart. He's got sure? like a red robe going on, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ooh. a white robe underneath, looking like the white robe's the stock, the red robe's the mushroom cap, bro. Oh, mushroom, you don't. He's a fucking mushroom, bro. Oh, God. Do you wait? If he's a mushroom, how fast do you think he goes when you eat him? Like you go kart, how fast? May, I was gonna say maybe you grow bigger. And didn't don't you grow? Oh, did the mushroom make you bigger? bigger? I thought the mushroom made you faster. Deep dup beep bop a deep dup. I have no idea. It's been We're a long time here. since I, think... I played. I have never played that game. Oh, I don't so know. I also, I don't know that game. That's incredible. That's like one of the greatest games ever, JJ, well, in history. Clearly Top not. Five, dude. That's clearly not true, but no, it's one hundred percent true. <laughs> you fucking tell me, son. You don't fucking know me. You can't see what I can see. Old you don't know me, homie. Mother. You colorblind motherfucker. Look, dog. You don't know what uh, I'm talking about. Uh, let's test the skills here, interwebs. Baby's fussy. Change the diaper. And I'm gonna put it to sleep. All within this phone conversation. Oh, write it down. shit. Only cursed a few motherfucking times. So I have uh, one more question for you, actually. Actually, I okay. do. I do. Um, did you realize, Austin, and also folks of the interwebs, that uh, NASA, uh, the National Coliseum? Aeronautical Space Asshole Administration, yeah, uh, AA, NSA, AA, uh, they uh, have not officially been outside of Earth's orbit, outside of 400 miles outside of Earth's orbit, since 19... That sounded real tarded. Let me try that again. NASA <laughs> has not officially been further than 400 miles outside of Earth's orbit since 19... How far is the moon? Uh, we're talking 250,000 miles. Oh. Four hundred thousand is not that much, brother. Where's four, Mars, bro? Four hundred thousand, bro. We haven't been more than four hundred since nineteen seventy-two, and the moon Whoa. is two hundred and fifty thousand. That's a lot of differences, bro. That's Agreed. a lot of differences. But wouldn't this be where your stuff is then? Well, that's well. I mean, I'm glad you mentioned stuff. That's what we're talking about today. Matter, uh, aka stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, science folks claim that 90 or 95 percent of quote unquote space out there where the moon is mm-hmm. is uh dark matter because they can't right. measure, they can't see it and it must be there because you know our other shit's right so there's got to be some shit out there even though we can't see it 
So that I don't I don't understand that aspect of dark matter. But yeah, you're 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 right in the aspect that they say that most of it is out there is, is there is stuff we just don't see it. But that's I also think they're saying that because they there can't be nothing is what they're saying and they're just afraid to say that. So therefore, if there can't be nothing. There must be something. So since we can't see it, we don't know how to interact, and we don't necessarily really know how to weigh it, even though there seems to be some sort of gravitational effect, but there's really nothing there. So how do you measure nothing? Which I think I can explain time travel, by the way, but I'll get back to that. Oh, God, that's got to be. But, like, (laughs) these guys, these scientists, eventually they find stuff, and they never found it before, and they're like, you know what? That is an... Austin Celiososis. Uh huh. Fucking A it is. Right. Talk, I know what you're saying, dude. It's like they it. keep looking at stuff. And they're like, it. hey, we found more stuff that we were looking, but we were looking for. Right. And, and I, I feel believe like, it's just theoretical, isn't well, it? Well, yeah, most of you're right. Most of science is only theoretical. Right. If, if anything's theoretical, it can only be theoretical, which is still fucking nothing other than an idea. But don't you feel like we should be exploring more space outside of 400 miles? Negative. I don't. I don't. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think what we should be doing is exploring our own resources here on this earth. Right. and, And try to, in other words, cultivate instead of destroying so that if there is any sort of time and need or time, that we can get stuff and transport it to somewhere else that is within some sort of habitual area. And then we just shoot like a bunch of like babies, hook them up to tubes and shoot them to this land. First of all, there. I think you're going to have to get some clearance from some parents if you're hooking babies up to. Yeah, but if there's like an asteroid coming, we all know. Well, okay, so that's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying, right? That's my point, exact point I'm getting to here, Austin. I lie awake. We have NASA who's supposed to be exploring other regions to get us out of this motherfucker in the event that this motherfucker can't be lived on anymore. I lie awake just to hear you breathing. I don't don't know what that means. Armageddon, bro. Armageddon. That's a. I'll stay with you. In this gym forever. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but dude, so we have, but we have NASA doing this stuff. Like mm-hmm. they want to build a whole new like system. They said our old systems don't work, even though our old rockets and stuff got us to the moon. They're like we're gonna need some new stuff mm-hmm. and about twenty billion more dollars to get us to back to the moon. Hmm. Because we forgot how to do it, none of our old shit works. Anymore. I don't think it's to go back to the moon. It's to talk to whoever's there, telling us what to do. Well, that's, I'm you know, just like, letting you know what they're telling the folks, bro. They're, that's what they're selling the you. They're selling us um, the taxpayer public us. But this sounds like something that we could get into for a long time, no? Well, but what I'm getting at is, you know, none of that makes sense to me, especially in the aspect that most everything out there is supposedly not is supposedly empty space as it is, right? Right. Because we can't see it, even though ninety five percent of it is quote unquote dark matter, because we know it's there, even though right. we don't see it. So it's basically what we're saying there is it's empty space. Right. That's kind of what I'm getting at with everything you interact with in your daily life. Also, right, is empty right. space. Well, my brain is what it is, JJ, and your backhanded insults 
aren't meant for this podcast, okay? <laughs> uh, well, right. I, I see what, I see what you're to, up to there with the stupid Austin comment. I'm on to you, sir. I'm on to you. I uh, didn't mean to repeat uh, Can Can 2003, but uh, we <laughs> must. Listen, my real quick theory on time travel and the speed of light. You ready for it? Are you leaving me? I do have to leave you. Oh, I okay. do. Right? What time is it? No, I mean, that's perfect because I was just clock. about to get, get some in. time. It's kind of early. Hold on one second. <laughs> Hold on. So, so I can't put you on the speaker because every time I do, this young lady wakes up. No, we can Hold throw on the towel, man. I uh, We have about another 40 minutes to do tomorrow with the whole time. All right. You All can right, save the time travel for that, too. Not time travel, but here's how and here's why we're getting it wrong as far as speed goes in space. If there's nothing there, there's nothing to propel against. Correct? Well, I am listening, yeah. sure, sure. Um, although if you were to use a magnet, what would happen to it? Right? It would either it would either collide and if you use your opposite ends, it would separate. Right? Sure. So essentially what they're trying to do is propel themselves using some sort of like propulsion system. <laughs> They're doing it wrong. There's nothing there. There's nothing there to propel. What you're supposed to propel is yourself through nothing. And in order to propel yourself through nothing, you need to have opposite sides. They just they should just be using magnets, bro. They're fucking this all up. I think you're probably on to something with electromagnetism. Right, because bigger, there's nothing there. a bigger there. role in, in the physics of our world. But right, then the also, we have propulsion here is because there's gravity and the earth is spinning and there's atmosphere and there's moisture. In all, all these terms, everything you're saying makes total sense. I'm actually shocked you've made a cogent argument <laughs> here. Uh, I'm actually very impressed, to be honest with you. I uh, commend you on your efforts, sir. However, all these terms and words you just said are, are, are can also be described as merely data, just right. information. Signal. Whereas you say gravity is the is the force that holds us down, I could also apply digital universe philosophy, and that's what I like to that's what I like to talk to you about today here, Austin. Digital universe philosophy, and uh, I could apply that and tell you that's just data, and that's how our data interacts with the data in this universe and tells us that we can't fly, for example. But R. Kelly believed he could fly. Well, R. Kelly also pisses on children, and to that, I do not thank him. Right, and think about that. This dude's pissing all over people. He just needs Dude, to get that so app. many kids have gotten Fucking urinated. You think about shit. the number of children R. Kelly has urinated on, bro. What if we called it Plenty of Shinder? He would be all about my app, dude. He might even be an early investor. Then that's fine. Whatever you're into is into. I'm not mad at him for it. I'm not judging him for it. I just want to make money off of it. All day. Yeah, normal? I mean, I could give a shit what you do as long as you're not hurting everybody. It sounds like if you're just connecting <laughs> folks who like to get shit on with folks who need to take a duke, then it sounds like <laughs> you're helping out humanity, my friend. Right, dude. And there's a lot of shit in this world that needs to be oh. displaced, bro. Dude, so much shit, dude. So much shit. But now here's that question, right? So, like, we need to grow shit, right? We were like, one day, how are we going to get stuff to go? We're like, I noticed these mushrooms and. I just noticed the shit grew from those mushrooms. Like, I'm thinking, huh? Huh? I'm thinking we spread this shit. You know what I'm saying? We spread this shit, bro. So basically, what you're saying is without shit, we wouldn't have Christmas or Jesus? Correct. 
Jesus. Because thereby the mushrooms would have never grown to stimulate neither one of these products Indeed. on humanity. Indeed. It's an interesting notion, my friend, and one I will consider and get back to you on. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> Where are you at, Johnny? Um. Um. No, I, I don't like him. What do you mean you don't like him? Talk to him. Stop. Why don't you like JJ? What about 3J? You like 3J? <laughs> All right, you don't like you. That's what I hear. That's the rumor on the street. That's it. From the barn? Yeah, from the barn. You want to say hi again? No. Right, hold on. Hi Aubrey. Yeah, nice stuff. nice to hear nice to hear from you. Straight away, how are you, kind sir? How are you? Uh, I'd say strong to moderately strong. Do you hear these kids in the background of my life? I was about to say your situation sounds rowdy. Hi, butthead. Hey butthead. Hi buttheads. Well, I call dibs on Beavis. Well she's super rowdy right now. Because they're all extremely tired. Right. And none of them want to sleep. That's because Pops is home. Well, I like to let him run around. You know yeah, what? Pops I likes to party, dude. Yeah. Hey, puppy pants, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> dude, that's what exactly what goes on in my house every night, dude. I have to chase 3J to the bath every night. Yeah. And then Believe he wants it. to like have a wrestling match to get his clothes off and into the bath. Believe every bit of it. It's a nightly occurrence. It starts in the living room, goes up the stairs. But may I ask one thing? When we were kids, remember how people used to say to us, if I had your energy, I'd sell it by the dozen or by the mile or whatever. <laughs> no, right? right? All day. And we still, to this day, we say the same thing. Well, I mean, we do and we don't. We do and we don't. We figured it out by now. We do and we don't. I, uh, I used to bathe in the creek. Uh, when I was young, if that is any uh, reference point to my childhood versus your childhood, Hold on, Austin. Okay. I'm just saying you're gonna go ahead and start uh, making comments about folks' childhoods. I mean, you know, let's uh, let's not compare apples to oranges here, bud. Well, I don't like oranges or apples. If you want to do <laughs> bananas and pears, I'll play that game with you. You're kind of an apple. Well, I'm more of a pear. And a banana. Or a kumquat. You're a kumquat. Ew, that's so gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's like a barrel of quat. Did you get my text message about the, the new ghost footage? Yeah, that looked green. That looked like uh it looked like Slimer. Dude, that was Slimer. You didn't know Slimer haunted the set of Ghostbusters? As himself? The first one. The first one. Well, no, he was just a ghost on that just happened to haunt the, the set of Ghostbusters. It's in the DVD extras if, you, if you'd watch those. You'd find out. Come on. Now you're pulling my chain. <laughs> you know, true, and I never, true story, I never, bro. True story, bro. Hey, hey, you. Go down there and pick up that blue bag. Bring it up here. Chop, chop. Um... I don't believe in ghosts. I just believe in other things that walk in my house that I can't say. Mm-hmm. 
And we didn't even, I never really got to tell you all my stories the last put. I think I only told you like a couple quick guys and that was that. We can do one in the future if you'd like. And I, I just Well, I just think they're always there. I think I have something like just hangs out with me and follows me around. What I just happens? looked over at the football game and the referee's name was Cleet Barkman or something like that. Like Cleet Bartman. Yeah, like did his did no his more. parents did his parents try to raise him to be an NFL referee with a name like Cleet? Oh my god, it's a terrible name. Isn't that awful? Oh, but I noticed people with bad names tend to be successful. Excuse me, real quick. Like, no. give me an example. The end of the night, you just brush your teeth. Excuse me. Put it back. This is parenting. Give me, give me an example. Give me an example, Austin. It puts Do the it. lotion on its skin. What puts what lotion on what skin? It put, it puts the lotion. Listen. Uh, Hold on. Why are we talking about Mr. Bartman? Who? You told me what? Talking about? You told me something about people with successful names or dookie names make it it successful? Give me me words. Give me names. Give me a name. I need... You're doing something there. And I'm like... You hear this thing? Screaming at me to show beautiful things? Bro, you're doing heavy dad work. I'm impressed. I'm impressed all day, twice on Tuesday. And there's the other lady calling. <laughs> you hear this, right? <laughs> You're basically a super dad, basically. Well, I was told that there was a binky in the bag. To all your fathers in the house, there is no binky in the bag. And this is the sound of what happens when there's no binky in the bag. I just want everybody to be on that same page for a right. moment here. Right. But the... The first one I learned is they're going to cry anyway. You just got to let them go. Well, they're babies. That's what babies do. All right, babies cry. Like, there's nothing you can really do about it. Yeah. If you were a baby, you'd cry. I do. I am. Yep. Yep. Now, tell me about this character of yours. Uh, what happened? (laughs) You got lost in your own pod. Where where are you at, Johnny? You're off. The, no, you're off the reservation. You were gonna tell me about some folks with dookie names who were successful. Well, I did notice that people <laughs> that are successful have funny names. One of them being a Warren Buffett. Yeah, Buffett. That dude calls him name Buffet, but his name is Buffett. Bro, that's that because he, invent, he invented he invented the Buffett, the Buffett. Dude. He, inv- he invented he, the Buffett. But he wanted to make it sound nice, so he called it the Buffet. That's what right? I'm saying, dude. He churched it up, but that's that was that's how he made his money, dude. He made his first right, million like, on off the buffet. Like, if you look, there is a man, and his name is Benjamin Dover. Right. I thought you were going to say Benjamin Buttons. Benjamin. No, no, Benjamin Dover exists, dude. He He's a huge human being. Oh, dude, he's all day. A wealthy person because his name is Ben Dover. Ben Dover. So he had to go through school. Not Benjamin Dover, but Ben Dover, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just one. Yeah, that's just. Blah, 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 blah. They're like, like, hey, Coco Benny. Says. And they're like, no, my name, my name is Ben. Like Coco Chris, who's like had one choice. You gotta be you gotta be a famous athlete, bro. Right. Your parents called you Coco. Like 
Coco? Coco such a by itself is. If I'm not mistaken, there's a fellow on the Green Bay Packers defense defense with the first name of Ha Ha. Ha ha, Clinton. Ha ha. <coughs> Hold on one second, my Mr. JJ. Certainly, hey, certainly. You know what you need? Farty pants. Oh no! Good old FP. Cool. Good old FP on the phone here. The farty pants. I guess I but won't bring you a gift next time I visit Aubrey. No more Vermont teddy bears for you. He's gonna bring you a gift the next time he visits. <laughs> she covered her mouth. She's in awe. I said about to say, excited. remember that Vermont teddy bear? He may need some friends in the future. I don't know if I'd be dropping all these. Does that mean you're coming to the house? Me. She said. Does that mean he's coming to the house? But don't you find it funny how people's names can be directly influenced to their livelihood? You know, uh, uh, I feel like the Freakonomics fellas did this, didn't they? I think they did. Ow, that was my knee. They did um, that, and they did. Uh, when you're born. Right. Right, about hockey. These Canadian cheaters, dude. Canada's only good because they're cheating. That you be cheating. But like, listen, all right, listen, listen. You guys are all having sex in, like, Christmas? All right, the cutoff's October 1st. Right. Dude, That's there's so right. much of that nonsense in, in all sports. It's crazy, dude. When you're faking birth certificates <laughs> for the goddamn Little League World Series, get out of here, dude. Get out of here. Stop it, Enough. FP said enough. Aubrey, that's it. We're no longer friends. Uh, This kid's in love with the Sandlot, by the way. Which actually makes life a little easier. I'm not going to lie to you. I love that. I love that. 3J Roxa, you're killing me, smallest t-shirt. But even, like, some of these dudes that are, like, super rich, right? Like, they have some funny-ass names, dude. You can't say they don't. Fife, like Seymour. You want? Right? You know what a funny name is that you may you may enjoy? Fife Simington, the third. Oh, you're on point five all the time, kid. You're on point five. He was the governor the of time, uh, Arizona when they had the Phoenix Lights uh, UFO sighting. He was in Tribe Called Quest and the governor of Arizona. That's Fife Simington, the third. Oh, two different people. Sorry. No, he was the guy that's like, oh, well, like when they had the 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 Phoenix Lights, he like held a press conference. Had one of his assistants dress up as like some enormous headed alien. It was like, "Hey, look, we found him!" and like brought him out on stage, like in a press conference. Like, this is the like situation. stuff that I've never even heard of, JJ. I'm not an educated man. That's what. That's why I said you might enjoy this silly name of Fife Simington. Fife Simington was this man who came out on stage and did what? He was the governor of Phoenix, Arizona. He was the governor in, who lived in Phoenix, Arizona, the Ooh, capital. Which is the capital of Arizona. of Arizona, true. And there was this enormous UFO sighting back in maybe 97. Oh, are uh, these the lights of Phoenix? Let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, seeming Jess in Phoenix. But he, yeah, he mocked the situation. By holding a press conference and having one of his assistants dress up as some enormous-headed alien fella. Shut up. And was like, hey, look, everybody, I caught the Phoenix Lights guys right here. Uh, yeah, dude, he's what, facetious. A, what a jackass. Right, that's being facetious. I can't spell it, but I know how to say it. It's like uh, Fawcett without the U. Oh, I didn't know that. 
Aubrey, I heard that. Um, strike two. We're almost done. Hey, I heard that. Strike two. It's funny how the one. Oh, puppy oh, oh you're out of here, Aubrey. You're out of here. You're out of here. No, Adeline had her two cents. But if he brought out the dude with the big head, was that mean that the alien is still on the loose? You look like a girl. That's fine. He wears a dude. I don't know. I've him. looked at the. I mean, I looked at it. I mean, I looked at it again, and then I uh, looked at it again. But I no, no, no. I but mean, the mean Phoenix lights the are one, so strange, dude. It's a very the one strange. One that was incident. there is he still on the loose? If they brought in a fake one. Well, I have no idea. I don't think there was yeah, any definitely. aliens involved, but. Hmm. I, well, that's because it's a very strange scenario. No, no such thing as aliens, JJ. Don't make me do this right well, now. You're gonna make me I'm do this. I'm glad you brought that up because that's kind uh, of the, the oh intercepted again. Um, yep, Giants ball. Oh well, bad I'm, throw by Wentz. Like this is a dude. You know who makes that throw? Some kid from North Dakota makes. Uh, how about how about throw, Eli right? Manning, dude? He went all downs on the opening series and threw a pick. Yeah, well, because he's never really into it. He's always professional. Sometimes you gotta rise, bro. Listen, you're talking about a Super home. Bowl MVP that may or may not also have Down syndrome. Like, not necessarily Down syndrome as much as it's kind of well, like. I mean, um, let's, he may not have the full extra X right, chromosome, but he may right. have like it's not a half full a, ADD. Yeah, he might have like half a, half an extra. He's got like point two five extra He's chromosome. Bounce. He's out of bounds. Hold on, hold on. One. Ooh, I don't know. Big Toe looks like he hits the white. Oh, that's good. Saying. That's good. That's damn nah, good. Big Toe's in the white. Big Toe. A uh, big that's, Toe. Uh, DRC right there. Someone calling him the MVP of the Giants. So let's Excuse talk. Uh, no, hold on a second. Hey, you, you shut, you shut your mouth. You should you yell at your child. You, sh- you sh- sound stupid. You just sound stupid, man. Get hurt. Didn't you hurt your butt the other day? You did. So please do not <laughs> jump from the coffee table onto the couch. Gabish. Gabish. You, you ain't kidding, dude. She is getting rowdy. Yeah. Gabish. All right. Uh, Sorry, what I was saying was, dude, you know, it was like a three, it was like a good three foot jump. By the way, everybody who's listening on the interwebs, fan. sit down. Yeah, it was at least three feet. I didn't think she was gonna do it. She climbed up on the coffee she table landed and made it, huh? it like easily too. She had like two feet to go. Nice. Sorry, an athlete Sorry. on your hands. She's tall too. Like you gotta no see doubt. this Christmas video of her, dude. She oh, like no, eats see, other children. I get, I get, uh, I get up. No, I don't. I get updates. Oh, I see oh. this. I see the stuff on the Facebook. Oh. So, but when these lights were reflecting from the sky, we all thought that they were the ALIENS, right? Well, they're not Mexicans, but yeah, sure, sure. Right. Um, they're not. They're just, like I said. They're they're here already. They're just like in transit. It's not like we are the aliens. It's they're not. here. They're queer. Well, not, no, used to it. There's no little grays, there's no big greens, there's no leopard faces or lizard faces. I know, right? That's such a weird concept, bro, for folks to understand. It's just us. But it's just us, though. Why would there be something else other than what is? What is there? That's what I'm saying, dude. Where's your stuff? Like, if an alligator is an alligator. Right. And an alligator is a reptile. Right. And a reptile is kind of a bird. Okay. Right, and okay. a bird could become like a big ass flying hawk. 
All right, all right. And they're still not talking to us, and even some of these birds become parakeets. Parakeet? But they're still not talking to us, right? You know why they're not talking to us? Because humans are, like, the topest of the breeds. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if any There's of what no you, I don't know if any of what you just said is accurate. However, I'm going to ask you again, dude, where's your stuff? I where, think it's still here. I think it's your, still where's here. Where's your stuff, dude? I don't think it's plugged in. I think we're still here. Um, it's possible, but uh, given the trend of science of the science folks, and mm. given the trend of matter of uh, where <laughs> matter has been he- the direction it's been heading in with these discoveries of science, I'm leaning towards the fact that uh, everything you see is some sort of wild ass fucking show. Don't know how I it's projected. TV, Don't know how it's produced. We, but mm. science doesn't even know how you produce it or you project it. They but call science that, is only what it wants to call itself. True, and it's very infant, it's it's in its infant stages still. If you look at the grand scheme of time, however, what I'm pointing uh, at there's here no is such thing as time, JJ. Well, there isn't. There isn't. No. There isn't. There isn't. It's all perception. So how do you perceive time? You perceive what you see at a certain quote-unquote time. We don't know how these things happen. No, you don't see anything at a time. You only see what you see immediately. Yeah, but when you open your eyes, you have a you have a four D cogent environment where you can touch, feel, and hear things and that's see not time. That's environment. Well, I'm asking you: is that a thing? Can you is that a thing in your life? Where I can touch and feel stuff in my yeah. environment, in my physical room when I yeah. wake up. Yeah, yeah, but I immediately could you do that yesterday at a different so. time? Could you do that yesterday at a different time? No, but there wasn't yesterday. It's just today. It's always well, there is, it there is and there isn't. There is and there isn't. You may and have done it before, I'm glad you brought up the ambiguity of time because there's ambiguity of matter as well. And that's what I'm asking you, dude. Hmm. Where is where is your fucking stuff? Hmm. Well, well, let me man. get to this tale. I'm going to twist you here, awesome, awesome. Do it. Because uh, I feel like you want to say there's stuff because you see it, but that doesn't necessarily mean there's stuff. So, okay. uh, what do I mean by stuff? Uh, I mean, you know, the building blocks of matter, what you see and what you feel. Even mm-hmm. your body, for example, it's made up of st- stuff. We'll, we'll, we call it, science calls it matter. I'll just call it stuff. And uh, oddly enough, dude, we can look back at civilizations like ancient Egypt, you know, for, we'll call it 4,500 years ago when the Great Pyramid was built. Well, very likely older than that, but we'll call it 4,500 years we was this the same time Claude Babiza came about? Uh, is that Love like, Babiza. did that precede Netflix? Because if that preceded Netflix, then that. Love Babiza, good party town. But like e- right. ancient Egypt, uh, we don't know what they thought of physics. We don't know how they viewed the universe as far as the building blocks of matter, what, what they called, what we call stuff. They didn't have a word for that, man. We don't know what their word for or concepts were, right? But they could build these enormous fantastic structures that we can't build today well, we right can. so i have to imagine they probably had some view on it but we don't know so the tale today begins circa 2500 years ago uh mm. maybe longer than that I, let's 500 say, bc eh yeah we'll call it 500 bc that's a good time Why is frame bce now who the fuck knows dude before current what era because i think folks are getting real BCE? agnostic with it because oh, A.D. Man. and B.C. is all revolving around Christos. Christos. 
Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christos. And, uh, say that too. so this is a few years before old Christos, if you will, uh, 500, but roughly 500 BC a fellow by the name of Aristotle, ancient Greek Ooh. philosopher. I heard of that dude. Yeah, he was, uh, he was, uh, of the, uh, Plato and Socrates lineage of teacher and students. And, uh, he liked to party. He liked to throw on a robe and start to theorize about what, what produced the things that he could see around him. He theorized, you know, that bricks were made up of stuff and gold was made up of stuff and women's sweater puppies were made up of stuff. You know, you know, you think, I think you're tracking with what I'm saying here. Things are right. Cause things. I love sweater puppies are delicious. Who doesn't love some, a good set of sweater mm. puppies? But basically their concept then was if it was heavier, it had more stuff. And if it was lighter, right. it had less stuff. And that basically this stuff that I'm talking about, according to the ancient Greeks, were basically like billiard balls. So picture like racking a set of billiard balls for a game of pool. It's predominantly balls, but you have some open space in between, right? Within within the rack. Right. So that's how these dudes pictured it. Everything was made up like you would rack a pair of billiard, set of billiard balls. What did they use to fill that space? What space? Oh, she just threw that baba. That's their. That was their view of what well, comprised matter. Are, if the balls are rolled out like a pool table, there's space in between the balls. Still, well, well, how do they measure that what, space? What you're not picturing is they're saying that everything was comprised of these billiard ball size, you know, pieces of matter. We'll call them atoms because that's what mm. they were later called. Mm. Right, but even with inside the atom, it was these billiard ball style shaped things with predominantly, you know, made up of stuff and just a little bit of empty space, right? Mm hmm. So that was the predominant theory from 2,500 years ago up until 200 years ago. Why, you ask? I mean, who knows? Probably due to the vast amount of book burning and the quote unquote dark ages that occurred. Probably not unintentional, mind you. You know what I mean? Think I you think know? the Dark Ages were to keep people dark. Oh, right? dude, for sure, dude. The Catholic Church just started reading their fucking silly shit in the in the native in the native languages just like forty or fifty years ago, dude. Mm. For hundreds of years, they just they were the only people that were even allowed to read the Bible, and they would tell you what the Bible said. Mm -hmm. They would tell you what the words that they were saying meant because you had no idea what the words that they were saying meant. Right. For sure, the Dark Ages were just to pe knock people's dicks in the dirt, dude. Hide it. It's always, it's still today. Oh, there's so much censorship, bro. They're trying to, dude, that's the thing. Right now, all I see is folks trying to wrap up censorship in these silly little packages. Like, hey, fake news. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta censor it. It's fake. Uh, Fuck you guys. That's not how, that's not what freedom of anything. That's not how that works. They forgot about it. We got, you know why? We're controlled by aliens. It's very possible. It's very possible. Of course it is. Because we are the aliens. So up until uh, up until about 200 years ago, that's when things started changing and we started getting a different view of stuff, right? So it was, uh, uh, you know, it was uh, about the time of the revolution. And I think, you know, I think it's a good, uh, I just had a random this side thought that just popped in my head. That was the grunting. 
I think it's important to recognize the fact that the revolution wasn't so much about freedom of religion as just freedom. Freedom of science as well, like Tommy Jefferson, dude. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but he wanted to go completely free of old England when it comes to science stuff. TJ wanted- wasn't down, dude. TJ was like, nah, bro, listen, queen. I'm TJ. I ain't yeah, dude, he wanted his own, uh, you know how we use GMT time based off the time in England? He wanted everything was, to go off the time. Why, why is that? Who knows, dude? Why did they get choose it. London? They say because that was where the center was. I was like, uh, well, I say I say that's because the Romans have been operating out of London since 43 AD. But oh. that's just me. That's just right. me. Um, and uh, so, but Tommy J wanted to go completely independent, dude. And you know, there's a lot of, and that was you know a lot of what I'm just saying is like the the whole Stop. crown. Aubrey, you fart pants. You fart pants, Aubrey. The whole crown situation, whether it be English crown or the Vatican crown, uh, a.k.a. the crown, you know, they definitely stampeded a lot of this over the years. So uh, I feel like there's a lot more to this tale of, you know, physics and science that was never, you know, that was uh, definitely suppressed. You know, because, again, look look at ancient Egypt because we have... Ancient Egypt, we can't replicate these structures. There's other structures around the world that are just as old, if not older. Uh, if we wanted to, we could. How? What do you mean? We build enormous skyscrapers, dude. Dude, are you kidding me, dude? Do you understand the symmetry in mathematics and geometry it's just related math. to... Just Come on, math. dude. We have we architects even... all over the world that are balancing like weird buildings. Bro, we don't even have cranes today that can lift these blocks, bro. What are you uh, talking about? Of course about? they do. Get out, dude. Get they can All lift them, but they can't like move them, bro. Of dudes. You gotta call up your buddies. Get out of dude. Call you're a you're, party you're silly. And be like, you're listen, guys, silly. Some stuff to, you're telling me me, you and the three other J's couldn't do it? Come on, we're some huge ass men, bro. <laughs> you're nothing. <laughs> Easy. Couple push ups, I'll be ready to go. Uh, dude, I think you've bars. eaten one I think you've had one too many cannolis, my friend. I love cannolis, but I also had four power bars. <laughs> so let's build ourselves a pyramid. Well, energy won't be a problem then. <laughs> so, old, like I was saying, old Tommy J wanted to set up shop. Uh, in fact, he tried to set up shop his Meridian Park in D.C. today is Meridian Park. That's where he was trying to set up the, the new Prime Meridian the for new America. Prime. Well, old Tommy J just happened to pick a place on top of a mound. Go figure. Well, TJ was up to no good now. Well, aside from banging the help, old Tommy J enjoyed himself a good mound boner. He liked waving his mound boner all around southwest West Virginia. Oh, I'm sorry, southwest Virginia. The pointier, the longer. You know what they say? It's not the, it's not the uh, size of the boat, but the uh, pointier, the better. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't so, Circa 1800, we had a fellow by the name of John Dalton. He, uh, he developed took the Greek theory and said, oh, they got these billiard balls, eh? We'll call them atoms. Because in ancient Greek, uh, atom means, A-T-O-M means indivisible. Oh, I would have thought atom, like, you know, is long piece of dual. Nope, so it's based upon the ancient Greek word of... What is that? Well, Eve said, yeah, I hooked up with this atom, bro, and he dropped the bomb. And that's how they did it. But have you seen the, the 12th century uh, fresco in sorry. that French? JJ, I'm being interrupted here. Stand by. Hold on. Stand by. Stand by. Hold on. All right. Go ahead. Yo, 
Yeah. I'm a fart pants? Yeah. I better check my pants You've then. You've show before. Have I? She knows what I'm into. Poop jokes. I mean, she goes, yeah, and then twists her head. Have I? Where are you going? I got this other one that I'm feeding a bottle, by the way. Dad of the year. Feeding no, bottle. dude, I was just saying, have you seen the 12th century uh, French fresco over in an abbey in, in France land? Mm-mm. And it's of Adam and Eve inside this, you know, this Catholic church, Catholic abbey over there. It's Adam and Eve. Isn't that like it's... against the Catholic religion to have like Adam and Eve? I don't think so. I mean, isn't that part of their tale? No. Isn't Jesus the, the whole Catholicism? I feel Adam like... Adam and Eve is like the origination of... Yeah, you can't... I don't think you can have God Jesus without the story of Adam and Eve, dude. I was about to say, I feel like you're not familiar with your Bible tales, but let me no, continue. I'm terrible with this stuff. <laughs> I know Muhammad Ali was a great boxer. That I can tell you. But there, there's a painting in that church in France from the 12th century of Adam and Eve but the tree of life's not a tree it's a mushroom oh here we go again with these Mario Kart references <laughs> beep bop beep bop a deep it up so basically this fellow Dalton said hey you know what I like this bigger bald idea I can I can see where that works out real well real nice for you folks but we're going to call them atoms because they're indivisible these are the smallest things in in this universe you can't break it down any further is what he said you know that only lasted about a hundred years right and and then we started getting more technical aspects of microscopes and whatnot to be able to to you know check things out better and we started theorizing well he you know this stuff's probably is like that but i have these electrical charges that are happening so there's definitely some other aspects that aren't that aren't part of this other dude's theory right so we added some new stuff on there. Added the electron. A couple years later, we're talking like maybe 1915. Some dudes are like, hey, by the way, uh, your shit's kind of retarded and you, you talk like a queer. And uh, you're kind of fucked up. And you need a new model. Well, how shit. does one so, queer talk? I don't understand. Hey, man, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a physicist, so I couldn't tell you. How did they know? Uh, I thought physicists are not account. Now they're communicators. You tell me, you tell me, bud. You tell Listen me. Listen here, interweb, going into a huge poopy diaper. Yesterday we had a pee diaper. Today I think we got a huge deuce. Going real Woo! deep, real deep. So it was about this time where we started looking at stuff under microscopes around the turn of the century where folks were like, wait a second, you mean to tell me this thing does this and that and this? And they're like, oh, no, shit, that don't work. And then they started working out their math better, and they're like, wait a, wait a tick. Uh, this doesn't make any sense. This should go over there, and this should go over there. Well, we just found this out. Right, and we start forming new new pictures of what we call the atoms. Still, yeah, but then they just form new pictures. They did math and shit, and put yeah, they had new models. They did math. They were they were doing some experiments and whatnot. But they basically, this dude named Ernest Rutherford basically said, you know what, folks, you are right, but we were wrong in thinking that there was this was mostly billiard balls and not that much space. It's actually got a lot more space than we thought it had in a lot less billiard balls. Right. right. Oh, I know that dude. I know his brother, East. East Rutherford? Yeah. Yep. They got, they got a town named after him. Good football town. Good big, football. big football town. But, so now when he found out that there was like all this space, he told them, what did they say? Were they like, yeah, shit. Yeah, so science basically accepted that. And then a few years later, you got another theory. fellow... Another fellow. Yeah, that's all theories. theories. It's a good, they and love, I'm glad you bring that up. They love their but, theories. But, you know, 
it, to a certain degree, I mean, you have to recognize some of some of these theories to be true, right? Well, yeah, but then after it's a theory, what is it? It's a uh, law. D- laws are man by man, dude. Laws aren't known by the universe. I just think theories. See, this is the way I look at it. Is especially, uh, you know, I'm a big into you know simulated universe uh, concepts of physics, and I feel like the way I look at it is, it's there's certain rules within within the uh, the system, if you will, and, but the which are called laws. You can call them that, but there's always glitches, bro. There's always glitches. Oh, I hate deja vu. Always glitches, bro. Always deja vu. So the dude who brought us quantum physics actually, you know, he started saying, hey, Rutherford, I like your style. You break down the atom, that thing that you said that was previously, you know, indivisible, the yeah. atom. You're like, yeah, we'll break it down some more, you know, a couple years later. And then the guy that brings us quantum physics, the kind of the, the godfather of quantum physics, Niels Bohr, you know, they kind of. They gave him a Nobel Prize for it. No big deal. Niels Borg? Oh, brother. Niels Borg? Yeah. Uh, I believe he makes a fine line of uh, delicious deli meats. Oh, love deli Bo- meats. Boar's head? Oh, boar. Oh, Spelled sorry. completely oh, differently. So basically, he's like, oh, well, this stuff can do this and that can do this. And basically, on the subatomic level, we're going to divide some more shit of your previously indivisible shit. Because everything's divisible. And he's like, uh, we're going to, and basically, uh, there's way more space than we previously thought. And that was like 1930, right? So, 100 years ago. Dude, and we're not talking a couple decimals. We're talking like exponentially more space, 10 or 20 fold more space, right? Like so billions. By the, ni- by the 1960s, another dude's like, well, wait a tick. You know, I've broken down the atom even further, you know, that previously indivisible thing. The atom, as science says, or once claimed, and we still call it that for some fucking reason. Okay. So in the 1960s, this dude's like, "Well, wait a second, I have this thing called quark theory, and uh, basically, uh, all of this stuff can get broken down even further. Where these there's a these level of quarks that make up the molecules, and the guy's like, and by the way, we just lost more stuff." We right. have way more space than we previously thought. And he basically was like, well... But dude, see, we where's pro- his stuff? Dude, he's like, where is all this stuff? Because he's like, we got protons, we got neutrons, but there's only a couple of these quarks that make make up, make up for each one of these protons and neutrons. All the rest of it's empty space. And when I say a quark is like one millionth the size of a, of a proton. So right. like it's when there's only a, three of them that make up a proton, you can understand the amount of vast openness that, that the science tells us exists there by the 1960s bro we're talking science saying that there's there's more there's more mass there's more matter in a grain of salt compared to the earth than there is in one in one atom yeah but who's measuring what here i mean technically speaking when you're getting to all that i think it's all in theory and I mathematical but they must be working i have to assume there are some sort of guess and check methods for for some of these things. I don't. I don't. I'm not a doctor, bro. You need a doctor. I'm not a doctor, bro. I'm just telling you a tale how uh, how I see it, given uh, given the trends of science. Hmm. Hmm. Well, if there are weighing certain things, and the grain of sand is equal to the Mother Earth, right? 
as far as mass, that means you're measuring as a whole. Well, I think, again, it's mathematical. They can say, well, there's a grain of sand, there's the earth, and here's what we see inside of an atom. This is basically all of this space, and it's essentially equivalent, right? Just to give a, a practical application to what they're, what they're putting together math-wise. Now, as, you, as, we, as we say this, dude, we can fast forward another 30 years. We lose way more stuff, gain way more space, with the 1990s in string theory, have you have you heard of string theory? The 90s was when like I was in school, right? I mean, you should have mm -hmm. been. Mm -hmm. You're yeah, out there swapping spit well. behind Menlo Park Mall, dude. Some of your listeners now know it didn't work out well. I got two <laughs> fussy babies. One, one of which she's in the crib. The other one ripped the Santa Claus hat off her bear. I think it's fantastic. But it's not good. So. By the 1990s, bro, we had string theory, right? And string, basically what science folks tell us about string theory is uh, inside of those, you got the atom, right? Then you got the proton, the neutron, the electron biz. And then inside of that, you got quarks. And inside of that, now you got strings, and each little string vibrates at a frequency, right? So basically, there's a number or a code at the smallest building blocks of, of that science can identify of all matter. So if we're talking code, bro, what else are we talking here, bro? Why aren't we talking uh, simulate more simulated universe theories? If we've already determined 20 year 20 plus years ago, we're talking code. That was just code. That, yeah. Everything we're dealing with is code. Well, I think we code is just the number that we broke down. That's what we call it. But code, but it's just a bunch of numbers in a sequence that's built. So you can build code. If I take a whole bunch of number ones and build them together, that could be a code. No? It could be whatever sure. I want to. It's my code. Right, but what well, I'm saying is science sees... Stuff science is identifying code as the smallest building blocks in our universe. These aren't random codes that some dude just started making. Right. This is like, hey, this we're going to look at that piece of, of cheese under this electron microscope. Right. And inside that piece of cheese, we see fucking numbers in code making Mostly up. Mostly ones and zeros, I bet. Ones and zeros composing this piece of cheese, bro. Right. It's, it's fucked up to think that, like, when so many things come down to it, it's almost always just numbers. And all through school, we were always like, what are we going to do with math? What are we going to do with math? But literally, everything that you do is communicated via number, via math. Yeah, dude, but they also used to tell us in school, you think you're going to have a calculator in your pocket at all times? Right, right, right. right. Yeah, we do, actually. Thanks. Uh, no, but I think they were just fooling us then. Who are you fooling? God, I had a bunch of tar balls teaching me, bro. Who are you fooling? Well, come on, better. who wanted to be a teacher, dude? You get paid That's what I'm saying, bro. That's dude, what I'm a saying. Bus driver. Who wants to be a bus driver? Retired dudes. You know? And then it's they retired totally, dude. They were like, so, I mean, I guess basically what I'm saying, time. what I'm saying is encapsulated in this fellow's quote. Yeah, Adeline. I agree. Mm-hmm. And he basically says, uh, this is a dude who philosophizes on regards to simulation uh, theory and physics. And he has written a book to the effect of uh, called The Universe Solved. 
saying that, you know, all these problems that physics has with all these things, that he's going to explain it with simulated universe concepts. But he says, we really don't experience matter. What we experience is electromagnetic radiation influenced by some object other than what we call matter. That's visual. And the effect of the electromagnetic force rule due to the repulsion of charges between the electron shells of the atom in our fingers and the electron shells of the atoms in the objects that we touch. That's the tactile portion. So what he's just saying is rules, dude, communicating within a system, bro. Who wrote that rule? That's a different question altogether, my friend. That even if That's it's, a different... Even if it is a matrix with numbers and code, somebody put that code. Possibly. Okay. I mean, you're, we okay. like to apply concepts based upon the knowledge that we understand and know of things. That's what we do. I mean, what else can we expect of anybody? We can't we expect you to come up with concepts of, of things you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. No, but but I think we apply the these concepts so incorrectly tough. at times. What? Well, I think we apply these concepts in, incorrectly at times. We don't necessarily... I don't think that there necessarily needs to be some person programming some system, like the movie The Matrix or whatever. I, d I didn't see the movie all the way through, so I couldn't give you the plot points. Great series. Oh, dude, I, I watched the second one for five minutes. I was like, this is awful. Third You're one didn't wrong. even try. Didn't even You're try. Wrong. Second I've one been was wrong bad. before, but it's probably second not. Second one was time. bad. Third one was good. Second one was terrible. You're right. Um, but like I, you could it could be something that evolves itself. Why not? Why couldn't it be that? Right. Well, but, because the modern thing is sometimes things do evolve, but things are they evolving or are they just uh, changing with the environment? Tough to tell, bro. Tough to tell. Right. I mean, so if we never change the environment, it's just going to stay stagnant. But the world changes. You know, the Earth spins, the sun moves, the moon moves, and right. we have seasons. And like, sure. so things the are going to The move times they are changing. If you allow it to move forward, right? So, like, you brought up your point about your building blocks, about the pyramids, and today about our code. Really, at those moments in time, those were the most educated moments. That's what was given to them. That's what was taught. Like, you can learn and the brain adapts. And like, you know, for instance, your brain figures things out. You put a block on top of another block, you're kind of like, oh, wow, that fits like that. Your brain just normalizes these things. But still, in the end, something had to develop and teach something else. You weren't, you, nobody just knew. You didn't just know. You didn't wake up. And reach out and be four dimensional. You woke up and there were sounds, and the brain reacted to the sound. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's at the very basic, very simple of it, but it's true. Like, you can't just know the only things we know we're taught or learned. I'll learn you something, boy. Right. And it wasn't coded, it wasn't like all of a sudden you knew how to fly the helicopter. But if you go and you you study it and you, you understand the aerodynamics and you understand like the propulsion system and you understand how fuel works, and you look at your gadgets and you do your math. Then I you think depending on the I think depending on the subject, you just do know. Like, how does a cat know that once it's born, it just goes and shits in a box? Because the mother cat teaches it. False. 
Well, no, because that's no, it's a set thing. So the mother cat. But how do they know that? Because probably once upon a time, these cats realized like if we all shit in the same spot, this is what it will smell like. So they all go and they shit in the same spot, and that's what it smells. I like your I like your solutions to things. <laughs> today However, I'm not, I I'm not as on point on today. I don't, I don't I view got it that two way. super fussy babies today. <laughs> I got this one though. She's asleep in my arms here. So. so, are you familiar with a fellow by the name of Nicholas Ballstrom? I do know Nikolai. He's a professor at Cambridge University in I heard of the this England. Thing. I do. He was referenced as in the in a recent uh, infograph produced. I don't know where I found it or saw it, but basically, uh, the folks of Wall Street, I believe, it was Bank of America, perhaps. Uh, a bunch of their uh, traders had, uh, in the, you know, futures markets and whatnot, had got their math skills together and put a bunch of uh, percentages next to some subjects. One of those subjects being that we live in a simulated universe, and they, th- and according to their math, it was up to like fifty percent, right? And uh, they quoted this Nicholas Bostrom, which that dude's paper is pretty, pretty much like one of the first. Like one of the leading like concepts and theories, and he just basically lays it out like this and says that one of three things is is likely true: we either blow ourselves, we either attain the technology to create other universes so real that we don't that the the folks in them don't realize that that it's not a real place, right? Or we blow ourselves up before we get there, or we're already we've already reached that point and we're already in one of those simulated universes one of the millions and millions of simulated oh, universes right so he says what are the odds we, you're either a pessimist or an optimist basically saying like we either blow ourselves up that's the pessimistic view the optimistic view is we 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 achieve that we achieve that reality and technology and we at that point you're either the original or you're one of the millions. Like, what are the odds? Elitist. You know what I mean? You hear me, Johnny? You, you're I, tracking? Right, but at the same token, that's still just a theory. It is a theory. It is a theory. But, now, but it seems, watched, again, with the overwhelming amount of science pointing to the fact that all the stuff we see is not actually stuff, that these theories actually start to hold more water, I feel. Well, no. I mean, if you're creating, if you're going to create a universe, right? There's purpose mm-hmm. to that, right? Well, it could just be that you want to create a universe because you have that ability to do that now. Well, these guys now can create, uh, as you just said, a universe of sorts, right? Like they're creating them whenever they want. Have, <laughs> right, dude, Adeline, Adeline is killing me, bro. Well, I just put her in. I just put he's giving you so much biz. <laughs> so, like these guys are. I'm glad to universes. see someone put you to work, you lazy son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> these people are creating universes, right? And they're like right. using math and they're simulating them into this computer. So my <laughs> thing is, if we are simulating the universe, right? That means there had to be some sort of evolution to us. But according to these universes that they're building, they're building immediate universes by using but that. Why does there need to be any any evolution, dude? Uh, why, why can everything you think you know is memories or history be just part of a program because, that's been Because we ourselves have always changed to our environment. 
Right, but what I'm but that doesn't answer my question. How do you know that everything you did before last Tuesday was in fact real shit and not just some program shit that was installed as a quote unquote memory? Hmm. Well, I don't think it was installed. I still think it was learned. Hold on one second. You want to tell FP goodnight? No. Okay, why are you screaming again? Do you hear both these kids crying, Mama? They're both in bed, though. <laughs> He's interweb. I still have my children in bed. Bro, you're in a you're in a household full of estrogen. I, I wish oh, you luck, so my much, friend. So many showers and so much hair in the sink. So much hair in the sink. <laughs> so much. You're gonna do? Just promise me you don't go the way of Bruce Jenner. Oh and gosh. Like, when like you're like 55 or 60 or whatever the fuck old that dude was, like, hey, I'm a woman now. God, that's what steroids <laughs> will do to you, dude. Don't take steroids. If you, you make that, that dude, when we're friends in 20 years from now and you make that phone call, I'm going to be like, steroids. fuck you, dude. Fuck you. It. You know, you can tell why you should never take steroids because people who take steroids become lunatics because it messes up your hormone level. And people what, forget that. What if they were already lunatics and that's why they misabused the steroids? It's, steroids aren't bad, dude. That's a fallacy. That's a complete fallacy. Well, now, no. the abuse of any drug is bad. Steroids are on. I didn't. I, look, it's not in. Settle down. Look at this. Settle down. Say yelling at me. Um, <laughs> steroids change your growth. Don't they? I mean, yeah, dude, but like your body recover. Like, bodies recover. Is your brain a muscle? Your body recovers from it, bro. Is your brain a muscle? Yours isn't. <laughs> it's just beer belly. So if you're I have, taking I have, this growth, I have what looks like muscles. They're just only smaller. You're taking this growth and you're using your brain and it, it's it's like building whatever it is that it's doing. It's still gonna make it lopsided because you're kind of building too much. Like you you're not you're doing too much more than you're supposed to. We always think of the the muscles and we think of the tendons and like. The blood and all that, but your brain is still a muscle. And if you're sitting there taking steroids, your brain is on steroids. Your brain is starting to get lost. This is this is your so brain on steroids. You you're not gonna make sense. You're gonna you're gonna make yourself crazy. Some of the dudes that take steroids become crazy. They become fucking weird, dude. Yeah, Some but the, weren't they weird before? I do. I'm not saying all of them. Obviously, there's exceptions to every rule, but I mean, I I don't agree with you at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is words coming out of my mouth, bro. Yeah. Bullshit. It really is. It's just words coming out of my mouth. I just, I have a hard time finding out or believing that you're implanted with a code. You learn. Therefore, you're not implanted with a code. No, I mean, I think, I feel like science is making some, some momentum in the field of uh, epigenetics. Basically saying that the code that's already been identified that you're apparently failing to recognize that we like to call DNA uh, apparently subscribes some other information into your system that teaches you how to do things inherently. You inherently know by some gene or genetic transmission of that information. Like what? Like who? Like when, how? (laughs) <laughs> like so why? You mean, like in other words, like the cat knows how to use the litter box. Well, I use the cat reference. That seems like a good one. Yeah, but that's just today. I'm telling you, that cats learn how to shit in the same spot because you dug holes and you shit in the same spot. The soil Bro, that's nothing to do with a brand new baby cat. You bring him into your house, it is going to go shit in the box. Uh, I've seen candy. it. 
A sainted. Sandy. Then they can move it. Don't if call you me. Put a cat on a hard surface like clay, and it can't it can't bury the shit in the clay. L- listen, listen, you're clearly not a cat whisperer. I mean, listen that's not me. part of your qualification. It's common sense. Every animal likes to bury its own shit, doesn't it? No way, dude. No, dude. Dogs will come do a duke right in dogs front. Dogs are scavengers. Dogs will eat their own shit. You know why well, dogs eat their own shit? Because it's tasty. Because they didn't know how to bury it in fucking litter, bro. I don't. I don't know. If any of this is accurate. Any of, folks accurate. of the interwebs ignore this science from Austin. I never took science. I went to science <laughs> class though. He's not a dog scientist nor a cat scientist. You folks. call me doctor though. I don't give a he shit. He is. He may like. or may not be a doctor. But Unless in not the sure end, I'm making doctor. a lot of sense. That makes no sense at all. If that makes sense. Oh, buddy. We, Listen, have de- we have derailed, my friend. We have derailed, so why don't you let me get going here so I can get back on track. All right. Uh, well, bud, thanks again for joining us today to get a little JCD, my friend. Do you have okay. any, uh, any comments to share with the folks of the interwebs? Yes. Well, that's it. That's the show here, folks. So the next time you're out on the town, visiting your local watering holes, or perhaps just meandering around, and you hear the unmistakable sounds of metal clanking, and you spot signs of a disturbance. Well, check your six. Look in that garbage can, because you never can tell. The GCDs may be loose in your town. (laughs) 